know you like that. All right, here we go. We are back. You heard it himself. Uh, dude, nothing like being brought in by Pastor Mason himself. Oh, yeah. Anthony Mason. Mason yeah. Statham. <laughs> big Mace, Big Mason. Um, I don't know what it is, but I assume there's a relation to Anthony Mason and W.B. Mason. One of them is definitely the other one's grandfather, and we just haven't figured it out yet. Gotcha. We can have our um, our our research team look that up. Um, you know, while while we roll here, it's certainly not for us as the talent to do that. But that's where we have interns. That's where we have a staff. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, little yep, uh, Carl, it. when he when he comes back with the uh, the coffee run, I'll have him look yeah. that up. Sounds good. Um, cool, perfect. But no, we are back, and we are not talking about us being back today. We are dedicating the show and some time to. The National Basketball Association, the NBA being back. Um, Sophia, yeah, I certainly don't want to assume anything. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, NBA. I want to have to look that up. Is that a – do they have a website or something? <laughs> probably NBA.com. Um, probably NBA.com, but in all seriousness, it, it is finally nice to see a plan finally coming together for a return. And, dude, like not for nothing, with everything, I guess, you know, obviously understandably – going on in the world at least america uh the last couple of weeks this 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 news this return kind of got swept under the rug a little bit probably wasn't as big (laughs) of a deal as it would have been if i guess this country wasn't in shambles for the past couple of weeks Mm Mm-hmm. yeah big uh big rug sweeping a lot of rug sweeping, um, but yeah, I think last it was like last Wednesday or Thursday when Woj came out, Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, another big supporter of the show, big donor, so want to make sure we, we mention his name whenever we can, kind of dropped his infamous Woj bomb about a uh, plan sounding good, sounding ready to go. I think it was formalized last Thursday, but here's the other thing, dude, I was thinking about today. It's like, this was great. NBA's back. Everyone's hyped. Everyone's excited get to see LeBron, get to see Giannis, get to see whoever you're looking forward to seeing. And we're coming back July 31st. It's like fucking two months away. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the last dance all over again. It's like, oh, shit, this looks so sick. <laughs> dance looks good. I can't wait for two years from now. Damn, it's coming out in three years? Shit. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good analogy. Um, very good analogy, Soapy. Nice job. Have you been working on your analogies? Uh, let's say I've been practicing. Nice. I, I've been getting my shots up in the uh, on gotcha. the analogy court. Yeah, got you, got you. Um, practice makes perfect, buddy. But that was a good start. Hmm. Um, but no, it's like, and it also made me think. It's like, okay, great. Like, NBA has been off since March. We've been, when I say we, I mean the NBA. I assume this entire time they've been trying to formulate a plan to come back. We saw how long it took for them to figure out how a couple of players in the gym to do shoot around at the facility. It's like, okay, we have this plan. We got to wait two months. Like what have y'all been doing the last two months? And what are you going to be doing between now and then? Like what, what other things do we need resolved besides, I guess like travel logistics to get this thing rolling? Yeah, it was fucking insane. The, the two videos that I saw came out recently from, I think it was Tom Westerholm, another, well, he's been applying to try to work on the, on the podcast. Mr. West. 
Yeah. Yeah. He works for, I think he works for Mass Live. Shout out to Mass Live. Well, actually, they're the competition, so don't shout them out. Yeah. No, um, no. He's been trying to work with us. We're trying to work some shit out. Anyways, the two videos that he shot were um, Hayward, Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum mm-hmm. just shooting around. And it was just yeah, you know each player taking a turn with the rebounder. And the rebounder was under the hoop with a mask on. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all it had to yeah, be. No, and you and I were talking yeah. off the air about how if the NBA wanted to really, really dumb it down, they could have just had two players at a time, one player on each side of the court with their own rebounder and just going mm-hmm. shifts of whatever, half hour to an hour, get through their workout. And if, if the team has 12 to 15 players, then that would take you like seven and a half hour tops and do that a few days yeah. a week if you really want to get it in. Um, it's It's not that big of a deal. That would have been... That just took us, a bunch of jackasses, like 10 seconds mm-hmm. to brainstorm. I don't understand how it took yeah. them this much time. I get that more of it was the, the public relations or the uh, the perception of it that, you know, if you don't want to be the first team to do that because then if there's any backlash, right. then you're going to be the ones getting it. But it just seems and, – and I don't want to bring up another source of controversy, but um, you mm-hmm. and I were talking Please. like they, they would need – it sucks, but they would need basketballs and hoops still, right? It would make it easier. Yeah, and the court to dribble on. So, yes, those are three things that are still going to be exposed to whatever you think might be out there. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you just need the like one player and the rebounder, and that's it. And Yeah, I agree. I, like, <laughs> you could have at least been doing that are. to keep these guys in shape because yeah. Jason Tatum said that he hadn't – it was within four to six weeks of this whole thing coming out. So sometime in April where they yeah. interviewed him and he was like, yeah, I haven't touched the ball this whole time because I don't have a basketball hoop at my house, which is understandable. Are a you lot talking of these guys about, live in the city. Where, where did you hear that? Um, where was that? Was that on, I all, heard the it smoke? on all the smoke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard that same. I watched the same interview. Um, yeah. I thought I heard that. And that seemed bizarre to me. Yeah, a lot of people weren't like, happy about fuck? that. Like uh, a lot no, of guys, I'm, in, not ha- I'm not happy about hearing that. No, um, he kind of got good, ripped bro. in the media, and, and the Celtics did a little bit just because it's like, well, are you guys taking the necessary, the minimal necessary precautions to make sure that these guys can at least still like get some form a basketball? of exercise in? Yeah, it's like it's this isn't a vacation. You still gotta. No. You don't know that when you're gonna come back. So yeah, exactly. it was it was pretty ridiculous. Yikes! Yikes! You see James Harden? What? <laughs> starving, starving, Mar- starving Harden? <laughs> yeah, oh ham goodness, sandwich dude. Harden. No shit, dude. Look, he's like pillaging through some desert messiah with God knows who. He doesn't look well. Um, for someone who, I don't know, think I, for someone who I don't think looks well when he's in shape, uh, certainly doesn't seem like he'd been doing himself any favors in this quote unquote little mini off season they've had. No, I never would have considered or would have been able to picture him as a frail human. But dude, he looks weak. He looks he, Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> look he doesn't look playoff ready. If anyone hasn't seen the picture, yeah, you described it well. It looks like he's been wandering through the desert like desert, since quarantine yeah. started and yeah. ha- hasn't had anything but like the like maybe he's at a canteen of water. And that's pretty much it. He looks like he's about a buck eighty, and usually, yeah. I think James Harden's like six five, probably two thirty, like super bulky for a shooting. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he looks like he needs like, Dude, the he weight looks, room for a little bit. He looks like Aladdin climbing out of like that that cave of wonders through the desert, trying to get back to fucking <laughs> Agrabah. Yeah, not a great look. Um, who else? Actually, that's a good point. Has anyone else kind of popped up in the media? I haven't like seen these guys. Uh, Out, honestly, outside of like protests, I haven't seen these guys much in the media or like anywhere. LeBron looks like Kimbo Slice with the beard. I saw that. Yep. It's pretty much the only guy I can think of. Um, Right. No one else has been pretty high profile. Anthony Davis, apparently he shaved his unibrow and put it on one of his ass cheeks. Did you see that? (laughs) No. (laughs) I I can't find the article. I would would check your sources on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not adding up to me right now. But again, I don't know. I don't want to assume anything. Um, But no, it's Hopefully this kind of kicks. I would I would like to hear that Jason Tatum heard this news and was like, oh, I should probably get some shots up <laughs> if we're going to get anywhere. Brad keeps texting me and I think I think it's I think it's time. It got so, to a point where they had to order a hoop for him. And it wasn't until the media kind of shamed and bullied them into it, which is crazy. Order a hoop for outside. Yeah, because he didn't have one at his house. And my he, my he, little brother has a basketball hoop at his house. <laughs> well, so Are this is what I'm saying. I guess um, it depends on. <clears throat> excuse me. It depends on where you live. I don't know if he lives in the city, and so it wouldn't be practical, or or I don't know. Some of these guys do live in you know big apartment buildings, so sometimes it's not easy enough to just have a hoop outside. Apparently, that wasn't the case for him because they were able to order one That's for him. Bizarre. So. Yeah, didn't we, crazy. we talked about this? Didn't we talk about this? Like, what? How, yeah, it was right before. On, like, um, how many players have a basketball hoop at their house? I was just assuming everyone did, but you did bring you. It, it is a good thought. I understand why that's probably not the case. Yeah, but it was. Like, uh, we talked that, about it. Like, we talked about like, it in the ep- episode where um, we got nominated for the podcast Emmys or whatever. <laughs> the potties. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it's almost like if you're like uh, I don't know like a software developer, and like your office closes for COVID, and then a week later they say everybody can work from home, and you're like oh shit like I should probably get a computer like if I'm gonna do this, <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to do. <laughs> that is I never really thought about how alarming that was until we both talked about it because I remember listening to that that interview he had on on the smoke all the smoke which was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was just like walking around listening to it, and I was like, wait, that, that can't be right. Like, I was assuming, hopefully, he was just alluding to he hasn't been playing as much, but to not be able to, I don't know, not not very, not very good. Um, that's <laughs> no, why I'm not glad. good. Hot take. Yeah, not hot take. Not good. Moving on. <laughs> I, I think now, you know, maybe it is. A, maybe it is a good thing they're not starting until a couple months. Maybe we can like get a. Spencer Dinwiddie type of GoFundMe to to buy Jason Tatum a freaking basketball hoop from Walmart for for his backyard. Well, I was gonna say the the next step is like uh, they they got a hoop. Does he have a ball? Like has he thought of that yet? Start with the hoop. Um, start with the hoop, and then you know, hopefully it's one of those hoops that comes with a ball. But then he's gonna need a pump. He's gonna need some shoes. He's I don't know. There's a lot of moving pieces to this thing, but uh, does he have a, a surface to dribble on? Like, does his house, does his driveway have that. like a like a ground? I didn't think about that. I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what the Tatum residence really consists of right now. But we do have sources that can um, 
kind of get us this information. We don't like to bring that up on the show. No, uh, we not. never name um, our sources. That's a old nope. podcast trick. Yeah, but I'm I'm just trying to think of where we kind of went off here. We were talking about oh, we're talking about like Harden and and players getting ready for this thing. So. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it to come back. Uh, it is going to be a different game. It really is. Um, home court advantage, gone. No longer a factor. Nope. Uh, no fans. So the atmosphere is going to be way different. And it, it just kind of ties back to, I mean, let's let's rewind a little bit. I, I wanted to touch, too, and on I'm glad that I'll let you you go ahead, but I I'm I'm satisfied with the format they agreed to as far as coming back. Are you? Yeah. So I'll sum okay. it up quick for anyone who doesn't know. It's basically mm-hmm. going to be the same way as the NBA playoffs typically would be, with a little bit of a caveat, where it's going to be Eastern Eastern Conference, Western Conference, the top eight seeds on each side, um, and they'll play their normal four rounds of best of seven series. The only caveat is that. Um, in order to determine the eighth seed, there could be a play-in game. So I'm going to mm-hmm. read it directly from um, mm. hoopsrumors.com. So basically, if the number eight seed has more than a four-game lead on the number nine seed, oh, I, I skipped the part that there's going to be an eight-game regular season to wrap this up to determine the seeding. Right. But um, if the number eight seed has more than a four-game lead on the number nine seed, then those will be the top eight teams. But if the number nine seed is within four games of the number eight, those teams would, would play in a play-in tournament, and it's a best of three, except the number eight team gets a 1-0 head start. So mm-hmm. the, so the lower-seeded team will have to win twice to, to overtake them. Got you. That will be dope. And, it, and I, I like how they did it, too. Um, so like you said, they brought the eight playoff teams now, mm-hmm. and then uh, basically – a bunch of guys from the West, and then they they kind of gave a courtesy invite to the Wizards because I guess I don't know. I mean, I wonder what the because the Wizards are twenty three to twenty eight. They're five and a half games out, so I'm wondering what the cutoff was exactly. Six games out, and you're in. Let me see the West real quick. The last one in the West is Phoenix. They're twenty four to eighteen. Yeah, six games out. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. I guess if you're within that eight game if you have a chance i guess to get within those four games um you probably got the invite the only two left out in the west are the timberwolves and the warriors who have like 36 wins between the two of them mm-hmm. and then the east it's just literally everybody else <laughs> yep. charlotte 23 wins chicago 22 the knicks 21 detroit 20 atlanta 20 cleveland with a nice little 19 and 46 292 winning percentage on the 19 2019 20 season so good their record would be good their yeah. record would be good if it was a baseball hitter yeah 292 solid so that's like borderline all-star numbers mm-hmm. only 34 games behind milwaukee not terrible um mm, silver see. linings i gotta find a silver lining somewhere on the road nope eight and 21 at home nah, 11 and 25 Points per game, 106. They averaged over 100 points a game. Oh, wait. So did everyone else in the league. Um, and <laughs> never mind. They're like third lowest scoring team in the league. So shout out Cleveland. <laughs> um, another stellar le- stellar year post LeBron. Really proves that some of those small market teams really don't need that superstar that everyone thinks they do to right. really excel. You can Cleveland's easily scrap your way to a, uh, what was it, 34 games behind the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as you play hard. Oh, 
actually, um, they're, I don't understand how this is possible, but Atlanta, who's 20 and 47, is also 34 games behind Milwaukee. So they're tied for the largest uh, games behind number in the East. Mm, so drama. That's better than just being there by yourself, I guess. Yeah, that adds a little more excitement to it. Who says that uh, being bad is boring? Not me, man. Hey, you give me Hawks, Cavs on a Wednesday evening, I'm not leaving my living room. No. Can't. Got to see that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, no, the, the West will be fun. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Uh, what, who, who do you like in that, that eighth seed after this whole thing wraps up? we got Grizzlies right now. Then it's Portland. It's crazy, man. Portland, New Orleans, and Sacramento are all 21, ga- 21 and a half back. Well, first place, three and a half back from Memphis. And then San Antonio is right there at uh, half a game. And then even Phoenix out of nowhere is, is a couple games back. I mean, Phoenix is 26 and 39. They still stink, uh, but they have a shot at sneaking into the playoffs, which would be crazy. That's honestly better than I thought that they would have been. Me too. Me too. I, I, I still always think of them as a basement team. but I hope they can slowly turn it around. I, I've never minded Phoenix, and I do like Devin Booker a lot. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, I guess in terms of that eighth seed, I think it's going to be the Grizzlies. I, I feel like for a young mm-hmm. team led by Ja Morant, and then, you know, they definitely have a couple of uh, up-and-coming players. They've got Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., yep. and yep. then I'm blanking a little bit here. My my Memphis Grizzlies um, subscription just expired. Oh, God. So. I'm not even going to mention any names. Yeah, he but he's if... not going to want to hear this. But oh, we have a friend of the show who's a big uh, we Grizzlies have a big. Fan. Big friend of the show, bigger friend of the Memphis Grizzlies. Is he that way? Is he part Grizzly? I heard. I think he's an honorary member of the team. Mm. I I meant the animal, but oh, um, well, yes, he is. Okay. Uh, ironically, he's a Memphis Grizzlies fan as well. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't want. I don't want to get too much into like the actual, you know, predictions and, and game stuff. I, I I'd rather focus more on kind of the format of it coming back. So. It sounds like we both agree on, I like the format. I like what they decided. Yep. There were some other options that were floating around I didn't like. Were, were, I guess I'll ask you, were there any of the other options you saw rumored that you like better than what they went with? No, I think we're kind of on the yeah. same page here in terms of the, uh, okay. the pool play. Like you were saying, mm. I don't really understand how that stuff works. Cause I think it's Wait, they were going to play the games in a pool? Yeah, I guess the Oh, hoop... that wouldn't work at all. No well, way. So... You had to the hoops were underground, but you had to dribble on the water, on the surface of the water. Yeah, that would never no. I, I'm glad they didn't go with that one. See, Thank God. If, Great decision. It's people like you that hold the hold the game back, but whatever. <laughs> we can uh, we can address that on the uh, the other podcast we have. Yeah. But um, our our water polo podcast. <laughs> WPP. Um, the other one I didn't like was just taking the top sixteen teams. And just ranking them one through sixteen, because then you're crossing conferences and all this other, all this other garbage that I just think kind of um, devalues this this whole season. Because a, a lot of people have been talking about, oh, there's you know, this champion's going to have an asterisk, and this is different, and yeah, no shit, like it is a little different. We don't have a fucking global pandemic every year, mm-hmm. so I understand it, it's understandable they need to ch- switch things around. At the end of the day, once the playoffs start. Obviously, besides the on-court and the no fans and no home-court advantage, technically, it's really the same. Nothing's really changed. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a good way to look at it. And, 
they're smart to do that because, yeah, like you're saying, if there's already going to be an asterisk, don't introduce all these other crazy variables. People are already right. kind of, um, you know, pessim not pessimistic, skeptical about how this is going to mm. look. The last thing you want to do is come off as gimmicky. It almost reminds me, it's yes. like, a, it, it's like, um, like you're flying a little too close to the sun. Like you think just because you're the NBA, you can try some other shit out because there's a uh, unique situation. It's almost like, remember when Game of Thrones had like Aaron Rodgers and then fucking, yes. what's his name? The red haired guy. Ed it's Sheeran. Like, yeah. It's like that. It's like, dude, you guys are a little too comfortable. You're already Game of Thrones. Like just keep being Game of Thrones. Yeah. You're already awesome. <laughs> I agree. Um, although, Jesus, you're on fire with those today. Aren't they, um, aren't they supposed to be drafting Ed Sheeran onto one of the teams um, just due to like the, the injury roster spots? Or am I thinking of the NFL? One of the NBA teams? Yeah. No, that's not happening. Okay, yeah, that must be the NFL. My bad. Next episode. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think this is a good way to do it. I I wouldn't mind the the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, like like mixing that up, top 16 seeds, if it was a normal season. I wouldn't mind them trying that out. I'd like to see that where there's actual home court advantage. But here, it's like... But that's not how it's supposed to be. It's like, that's not... I, I disagree with that. I, I think I think that's just moving too many things apart, and it's just too it's just hard to compare the champion that year to any other year because they're they're taking a different route than they normally would would have to. Okay, I guess I'll agree to kill you after the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, um, I no, I could see that. I I would just like to see it'd be fun to watch like a I don't know Celtics Lakers in the. Actually, that'd be ridiculous. Celtics Lakers in the first round somehow, Um, but no, uh, I think it'd be interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's a moot point at this point because Mm -hmm. with no home court advantage, there's no point to mixing that up. And and that's the biggest thing. I've been thinking a lot about that. I think no home court advantage is really it's screwing everything up because there's teams that are that are banking on that home court advantage, and it goes back to like the seedings and everything. Like couple examples. Los Angeles, Lakers and Clippers. I think a lot of people would ag- agree that there's a very good chance the Lakers and Clippers are going to meet in the playoffs, most likely the Western Conference Finals if they remain the top two seeds. Mm-hmm. They both play at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. That's gonna that's still a Lakers town no matter what. So that's potentially the Clippers almost playing seven road games in that series because it doesn't matter who's the home court. It doesn't matter, you know, the logos and everything on the court. It's just as easy for Lakers fans to fill that arena as Clippers. I think that's a huge advantage towards the Clippers playing in a neutral location. And then you look at another team like Denver. Denver's another great home court advantage. Usually always have been. You can make the case for OKC as well. Denver values the regular season because they want to get one of those higher seeds. They're the three seed right now. That goes out the window. So right now, look, just think about this difference. Denver's playing Houston. Denver would play Houston right now in the first round. That is a completely different series if games one and two are in Denver and that crowd is is really rocking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think Houston can beat them in that series now. There, there's no, well, maybe not because James Harden is still, I don't know, making his, his pillage through the temple. But that, that's yeah, going to be a much malnourished right now it's, it's malnourished ass walking through the desert um but you know what i mean it's just like and, and then guys like I, I i'm just curious to see how it plays out i think it's 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 you almost have to treat it like a different sport 
And it's going to take some time to feel it out and see what that looks like and how to react to that and how the flow of the game kind of goes. Because it's going to be new for everyone. It's going to be new for the refs, new for the players, new for the coaches, the announcers, uh, whoever else is even allowed in the building. Is there anyone even else outside of the people I just named? Refs, players, announcers. Um, the, oh, they decided mascots? not to have the uh, the neighbors come. No neighbors. Okay. Uh, I think there's no mascot. <laughs> no, I don't think there would be a need What's for mascots or like uh, cheerleaders. Sh- shoot t-shirts into the empty crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, this brings me to uh, oh cheerleaders. Good point. This yeah, no cheerleaders. So who's going to lead the cheering? Fuck, I don't fuck if I know. That'd be interesting because I think they'll put the onus on the players. If there's any teams where they're just not into it when they're on the bench, it's going to be like, dude, you guys are kind of dicks. Because, you know, yeah. there's, there's plenty of teams Absolutely. like that. And Absolutely. that's going to bring that to the so forefront. Easy. Absolutely, man. That is 100%. It, I'm, that's why I, it's a new sport. It, you don't know how they're going to react to this. A lot of that crowd and that momentum keeps you going. You know what I mean? That motivates you to keep going. It's going to, I think, be easier. Plus... Not to mention they've had months off. Like this is going to be a very, I, I I I think I said it earlier. These first few games are going to be very rusty, very sloppy, very. They're going to have to experiment with this stuff. Coaches are gonna, might have to switch up their game plans as far as rotations and and who they're putting on the court and who how much rest you need and things like that. But I'm looking forward to to watching it. Is it going to be as excited? Do I would I prefer to have fans there and have it be like normal? Yeah, of course. Do I understand why they're not? Yeah, of course. Um, I, I just can't wait for this thing to tip off and kind of see see how this plays out and sees what it looks like. Um, but I, I'll take this all day over, you know, just nixing the season, obviously. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but just a, a quick comparison of the two um, the two leagues. The NBA this whole time has been making a conscious effort, and mm-hmm. I think safe to say they've been pretty transparent. Adam Silver is constantly in the yep. news and giving updates, whether it's on the virus or uh, yep. what's going on in the country. So the NBA has such a, a much better perception where, you know, they're making the effort to make this happen. And uh, there's no strife between players and mm-hmm. owners. Mm-hmm. You got, you got major league baseball where everyone's That's like a fucking players are whining. The, the, the owners are whining it, like, yeah. yeah, they're dude. They are seriously about to commit like, sport suicide or league suicide because yeah no one can agree on anything and they're, they're just alienating the fans at this point it's just I, i'm, it's nuts I'm to not me confident to i'm not confident in baseball coming back at all i think it will in some way just because there's so much money on the line um but it's 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 mid-june like we, we it's almost all it'd be almost time for the all-star break mm-hmm. if this was like a normal season eventually you're going to get to a point where no matter you can't and plus here's the other thing the nba is played in indoors Technically, it doesn't matter when they come back. You can't have baseball come back in August, and you can't, you can't have the World Series in Christmas. Like, what? You, eventually, you're running out of time to make a decision, and then you're going to get fucked because you're going to come back with like a 50 game schedule, and that's ridiculous. And players are losing uh, millions of dollars. The league's losing millions of dollars. It's leaving a, a poor taste in the fans' mouth. For a sport that's already dying, it's already just slipping further and further and further away from the NFL and the NBA. It's just, yeah, they're absolutely on two different sides of the spectrum between how the NBA handled this and how Major League Baseball is trying to handle this. Uh, It's crazy because 
like we said, I mean, the NBA has been all about safety, dealing with the virus. How can we bring these guys back, make it safe, make it logistic, make logistic sense. And from an entertainment standpoint, how can we make this, um, you know, good for the fans? Baseball is just all about money. Yeah, it, it sucks. Cause how I much was... are you willing? How much are you willing to give up to come back? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just crazy. They're that, not even. They're not even fucking close in the negotiation stage. Yeah, that's all it's coming down to. They, like, they're barely even talking about the logistics or anything. Or at least, no, that's old th- news. That's we how we talked it seems. about that like a month ago. We were joking about. Remember, like, uh, baseball is coming back. Here, here's what you have to do. That's old news. That doesn't matter anymore. Now it's like, okay, great. I'd like to come back, and I'll adhere by these ridiculous, you know guidelines but we need to come back first i'd like to get paid <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i'm not just gonna come back and do it for free it sucks because i was talking to some of my old teammates uh <laughs> I, I don't know if people know that. well so i used to be a switch hitting relief pitcher for the toledo mudheads and uh well actually a switch pitching uh relief hitter for the toledo mudheads <laughs> yeah gotcha and uh this this time of year mid-june is where i really start to kind of pick it up like this is where i'd be yeah. making my push for the all-star game because yeah. I usually would have like, I don't know, 12 Mr. to 15 June. home runs. Yeah, Mr. Sure. June. Um, mm-hmm. But then I turn it up every year, kind of like the uh, kind of like the Oakland A's used to do back in the day. Sure. It's just like yep, once you got to mid to late summer, they were cranking. And now I don't even have that opportunity. So I feel no. I feel bad for my, my fellow mud hens. But I would feel yeah. slighted. Yeah, I'd feel a bit slighted. Big slight. For sure. A lot of slight. Slight Tilo um, O'Neal. But yeah, that that's baseball's problem. NBA got their shit together. Now he's got to wait for it to come back. Speaking of that, speaking of coming back and the setup and all these things, you looked a little more into kind of the logistics of how it's going to be played and best practices and stuff like that. So, boy, did I catch me up to speed a little bit on what they're looking to do here. Okay, so uh, I'll give Please. you the. There's essentially five rules, um, or five this, of the biggest. Are you being ones. serious too? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm oh. going to tell you the rules seriously, but then I have some <laughs> I have some interesting takes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, these are just the parameters of them coming back. So players are going to be required to shower at their hotels rather than in the arena. Um, inactive players will sit in the stands. Wait a minute. Quick, quick question. Do you know where are these games actually being played? That's a good question. I don't know the exact like, They're court. not playing at fucking Disney World. Do they have arenas there? So I remember. Do you remember um, when they used to televise summer league? Well, they still do, but oh yeah, the summer league games that were played on a court that had the Orlando Magic. Uh, yes. Yeah, they had the, their court. So for some reason, I think it's there, but mm. I don't know. That almost seems too all small. One one arena. Yeah. So I don't know how this is gonna work. Dude, the other thing is, I keep for the only the one team that has somewhat any of a home feel advantage is the magic and they're probably going to fuck around and get in and let washington take that a spot <laughs> and just have to go <laughs> or they're going to get to the playing game and just get swept just get absolutely smoked <laughs> out 30 point losses back-to-back nights buddha even though there's no fans are somehow going to get booed off the court people Not are allowed. talking about neither, how uh... yeah, neither them or their kids are ever allowed back at disney ever again <laughs> no you one's suck. talking about how how Aaron Gordon has a chance to rescue the NBA from coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that article. No, I haven't. I might write it tonight. But anyway, 
go ahead. So what are, what are we looking at? Okay, so uh, players got to shower at their hotels. Okay. Um, inactive players will sit in the stands instead of on the bench with okay. active players spaced out on the bench. Makes sense. Okay. I'm okay with that. Players likely won't be uh, players won't be permitted to bring guests, um, mm-hmm. except for maybe family members, into the bubble. I heard that too. I heard family members weren't allowed to go to the games. Well, it says um, that's until through the first round of the playoffs, and then they're expected to be limited to three guests apiece. Mm. Interesting. Okay. It's and then uh, the plan is to have a maximum of, of 1,600 people within the bubble at a given time. Jesus. That must That's be a lot just all the teams on, at once, plus like the 1600? trainers and shit. 15, team, 15 players time. Well, I guess like staff and stuff too, team yeah. staff. Oh, whatever. That's fine. Um, and then the last one is the NBA will likely allow individuals to leave the bubble and return, but the Players Association is stressing that its players should not do so. Any player that does leave and return is expected to have to quarantine for 10 days. And leave then, where? And return where? What's up? Leave. Where would they leave and where would they return? I don't know. Like maybe leave the resort where they are. Mm, okay. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. And then actually there's a last one. I didn't see this earlier. Um, uh, let's see. The expectation is that a player who tests positive for COVID will be required to self-quarantine for at least 7 to 10 days with his teammates being frequently tested as they continue to play. This was How often are they going to test? Ago. Every day? I don't know. Um, I assume like, what like if, instead what if, of... What if one player catches it? Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, like, what do you do then? Uh, well, th- this was written a week ago. I could have sworn I saw something that said um, if someone gets it, then they have to have two consecutive negative tests. And yeah, but if one person gets it, days, and this is as contagious as people say it is, like how... I, I, I don't know. I, I guess... I, maybe that's why this. When are they? When are the players going down to Orlando? Not uh, July thirty first. I would hope they'd probably get down there. Quarant- I think begin uh, beginning to mid July. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. No, I mean everything makes sense to me so far. So yeah, and I would say it made sense to me, but I did have a couple issues. Okay, please. If I could continue. So the mm. <laughs> yeah. okay. So point number one. Um, and these are just suggestions that I think could help out the NBA. So I'm not just saying this to be funny. Huh? Um, point number one was that the players will be required to shower at their hotels rather than in the arena. On the surface, that makes sense. That I'm fine with, but I think I think the NBA should televise that because pay per view. Yeah, if they want to make profit. Because, you know, like okay. right now, people are dying for anything to watch to get their minds off the virus and and the protesting. Mm-hmm. So put that mm-hmm. on TV. Plus, <laughs> the NBA is a pretty progressive league. So any mm-hmm. so any easy thing would be, I don't know, I guess it'd be easy enough to just have the guys shower together. like out of the And then out of the teams on the outside looking in, whichever team gets the mm-hmm. highest ratings gets to make the playing game. Not a bad idea. It'd almost be like on when they aired Last Dance on ESPN and ESPN2. You know what I mean? ESPN had the unedited version. Mm -hmm. So the main feed would be full body, and then ESPN2 would be waist up. (laughs) 
Yes. I'm glad you're on the same page. All right. I'm I'm oh I'm not. I don't agree with this okay. whatsoever. I'm just trying to make conversation here. But okay. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Point number two. But in all honesty, I don't really know if I understand that. That's why I was asking where are these games where are these games being played in relation to the hotel? Like what's the difference if I take a shower, get out, and then travel to the game? Wouldn't it make sense to get through as much as you can and then clean yourself right before you play? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good I point. Know. I don't. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't know. Any, I don't know any medical professionals. Unfortunately, I could <laughs> have come on and ask. So I don't have any friends that are married to any either. So yeah. Well, hope for two. Is so, Leahy, Leahy's a doctor, isn't he? Uh, yeah, and a pilot. Oh, I knew that. Um, and a grizzly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but okay, I, I'm I'm with you there. All right. Uh, point number two. Mm. Guys sitting, you know, guys sitting on the bench have to be sitting apart. Yes. Inactive players have to sit in the stands. Mm-hmm. My suggestion: you got to seat these guys in order of if, in order of importance. So I don't mm-hmm. know how big the arena is, but if they have like a loge section or a lower bowl, the worse yeah. you are, the higher up you have to sit. So like, yeah. One of my favorite players, Sam Abdel Nader, is up in the bleachers. Yeah, Abdel Nader. Uh, <laughs> if for some reason the OKC Thunder need to call him into the game, they got to wait for yeah. him to sprint all the way down from the balcony. <laughs> Abdel, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> they just put up on like the Titantron. <laughs> Here comes Nader. <laughs> Forty-three. Get your ass in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Where would Alex Caruso sit? Oh. Right Maybe. next to LeBron, I assume. <laughs> Fucking next to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good look. No, I think that makes the most sense. It's almost kind of like, like, hey, if you don't like sitting up in the bleachers, like, get your shit together. Like, work on your game. Yeah. Take take a couple extra free throws after after every practice. You got to put in that work. I was going to say, uh, stick around or for a couple shoot. jumpers. Yeah, do something. And then uh, point number I'd three. okay with that. The, about the players not being able to bring the guests until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Again, this is an easy one for for the ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, y- you can agree that if you're going to be quarantined and living in a hotel for a few months, you kind of want the comforts of home, right? Sure. So my suggestion, players can bring their pets or their dogs. Well, dogs specifically. Dogs, cats, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, can't be anything that you can't easily control, like a rodent or a fish. But basically, mm-hmm. you could have like lizards and snakes ref the games, um, and then like the dogs could work concessions. Mm-hmm. So you're Airbud. Yeah. I I'm almost. I'm gonna have you proofread this email before I send it to. Hold on. At this is Adam Silver at NBA dot com. Backslash. A dot com. Yeah. <laughs> A silver one at NBA.com. <laughs> so for some reason, he's got to take the uh, Adam Silver 2 yeah. at NBA.com. Uh, yeah. But yeah, b- before I send this over, I'm going to have you proofread it. But y- you uh, agree with that, right? That would work? I don't see how it couldn't. I would love to watch a game that's refed by an animal. Pre- preferably, like mm-hmm. the dumber the animal, I think the more entertaining it would be. It'd be... It'd be... It'd be... Uh... God, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Sure. Imagine a snake wearing a, a referee's shirt and blowing a whistle. 
Imagine like a big like cobra, like Jafar in Aladdin when he turns into a cobra. <laughs> that was scary. That was a that was a scary scene. Speaking of Disney World. Oh, that's what they should do is have like some of the Disney characters get involved. Seriously. Have one of them have Jafar ref the game. Shit, have Jafar ref the game. <laughs> we don't have to hype hypothetical it. You have him, he's there. Put he's got that staff. So like uh, I mean, who goes to Disney World? As a kid to see Jafar, he, he won't be that missed from the park. Put him in the game. No, people are not going to notice him like on fucking Space Mountain. No, I've from no. Space Mountain. I've uh, yeah, I I don't. I'd like to take a quick poll of the audience, but I don't think kids are rushing the gates of Disney World to go meet Jafar. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so he's got that staff. Imagine getting yes. teed up instead of just getting a technical foul. He actually like puts some fucking spell on you. It. Or just, like, shoots fire at you with it. Yeah. Oh, God. That's... Wasn't that a scene in Aladdin? Like, didn't the... <laughs> Not exactly that. But didn't the genie have, a, like, a basketball or, like, a ref character at one point? I think during one of his songs, he did turn into a yeah. ref. So, yep. we're not no, that I mean, far off. Case closed. Art imitating life. Yeah. As always on this show. <laughs> yeah. There's a free idea. NBA, use it if you want to, unless you're... You'd be a fool not to, but... Oh, our Venmos are open, by the way. You what? Uh, Our Venmos are open for donation. Yeah, of course. Um, Okay, that makes sense. Animal referees, animal concession workers, whatever. Can't hurt. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? Um, No, that was pretty much it. There there were a couple things that I was trying to work out. Um, Like, I don't know if you need... I hate saying, like, something controversial, but I was thinking Mm -hmm. of removing the backboards. Uh, God, that'd be tough. Mm-hmm. I I think scoring would go down a bit. Um, but then if you bit, think about it, do you really know, need actually. a backboard? No, because I mean, honestly, well, for like rebounding purposes, you'd get a lot of out of bounds calls. Mm-hmm. I'm I'd be curious to see a stat how many shots end up touching the backboard. In all honesty, yeah, in the NBA. Like, you're not banking a lot of shots, especially, like, legit jump shots. Right. Um, I think they play the biggest role in free throws because uh, so many free throws true. hit front rim, backboard, yep. and then go in. Yep. 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 Or those ones that, like, bounce up. Well, that's out of bounds. The ones that hit, like, the top of the backboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are kind of kind of annoying. But, but no, I think, I think you raised some great points. I think um, – I think the NBA did a good job of bringing this back logistically and having a good plan. I think everything you mentioned could just be a little kind of icing on the cake, if you will, to make it an even even more superior product than it already is. Yes. That's what I think. From good to great. From good to great. The soapy preamp story (laughs) in the 2020 (laughs) NBA return. But no, man, I'm I'm excited to get this thing rolling. I think think we need something like this. I think – how do you think ratings on this are going to be? huge just because we're so desperate to get it back because i think the product is going to be not great to be perfectly honest with you yeah i mean they've got to figure out the fan noise situation because there have been ideas floated that they would do the same thing as like the the korean baseball league where where they just um oh no no sex dolls in the audience in the crowd you see (laughs) that that, unfortunately uh yeah Mm. i have seen that no what (laughs) they were talking about doing what the um european soccer has done which is pumping in crowd noise which i 
I don't know. If I think I want with no that. fans though, that's stupid. I understand if it's like a smaller crowd and you pump in fan noise on top of it, but that's just we know it's going to be all fake. <laughs> so that's stupid. Yeah. Um, I just play music. I I think there's been talking about there's been talk about miking up the players at I least some of that. them. That'd be amazing. You have to do that. Yeah. You might not even have to. You're going to hear them. Yeah, that's true. I I'm just legitimately. I'm interested to hear the players that are on the bench. Well, I guess are in the uh, balcony. Yeah, definitely. But even on court, like you're not going to be able to as easily have a conversation with a teammate on the court in private. No, it's all you're going to hear. It's it's pickup basketball is all it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just curious. Like the the fans play such a big role in just the momentum of the game, and they affects everything. It affects the players. It affects the announcers it affects the refs the refs definitely go with that shit that's a big part of home court advantage and from the announcers like just it's gonna be so weird like just picture like i don't know like uh lakers clippers lebron hitting like a a game winner at the buzzer and marv albert just going crazy from the it's just gonna sound so stupid it's gonna be so strange it'd be like you and our friends playing pickup basketball and randomly having two guys calling play-by-play the entire time because <laughs> i'm curious if the players are going to be able to hear the announcers depending on where they're sitting yeah i think they'll they're be right able to there. in a in a basketball court where there's you know the sound just kind of projects like it's like you're in a bathroom yes. almost the sneakers like there's gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot of things we hear that we're just not used to um which is going to be crazy a couple closing thoughts here that i wanted to address we talked about the format. I think we're both in agreement. They made the right decision. Um, no but, home court advantage is going to be huge, I think, for a number of different reasons. Yep. couple things here. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick. Ah, this might be set for another, a whole other episode when we actually go into the on-court conversation. But you know what? I'm not going to bring that up. I'm going to save that for a different one. Um I was going to talk about like some of the players like KD who talk about who are officially not coming back. Dude, KD has been out for over a year with his injury. <laughs> he could come back if he wanted to. I thought it was odd that he ruled it out so definitively. So, like, like no brainer. I'm hundred percent not coming back, even though my team's already in the playoffs and I'm arguably be the arguably one of the, if not the best player on the planet. I'm just not coming back. Not worth my time. Yeah, it was it was bizarre, and he was just like. I never planned on playing this year, and I I wish I could have been the reporter that was talking to him. I never planned and... on having a global pandemic push this back. <laughs> right. I wanted to be like, well, it's been a year now. It's and been a year, Kev. You're... <laughs> the last time that um, <clears throat> when the season was still going on, I, I remember seeing videos of him working out and playing pickup games. That's great. And obviously that's just pickup, but still, he was going by people and dunking with ease. So, Look. And that was back in March. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But we'll save that when we dive into a little more of uh, predictions. I know we ran some polls over the Instagram story over the weekend. Want to go over those results at some point as well. But let's let's try and wrap up here. We're coming up on time. Good news all the way around. We're coming back. It's exciting. I think it's going to bring a really nice sense of normalcy back to the world. Um, not only for sports fans, but ju- just people in general. It's going to be nice to have this back. It's going to be nice to actually have conversations about new events that are taking place as opposed to arguing over the last dance and I don't know, whatever else people are talking about now, debating 
redrafting the 2003 NBA draft or something like that. It, it's it's nice to get back to normal, mm-hmm. see how this plays out, and um, I can't wait. I just hope nothing shitty comes up between now and then. Like that's a huge, huge knock on wood type of asterisks on this whole whole thing. God knows what can break within the next two months, um, but as of now. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm getting tired of uh, I, the the biggest thing that I've seen is who's the goat, Michael Jordan or Mason Plumley. I have heard, <laughs> I've heard enough of that. Yeah, I, I don't want to pick a side because I don't like to put those. You know, that's such a you know uh, polarizing argument mm-hmm. intake. I don't want to really put that out there. I'd rather keep that to myself. But we're coming back. We're excited. Uh, any closing closing idea closing thoughts for the for the people? Uh, I was just going to ask you if you had any sort of updates on our our boy, if he's still our boy. Working on it. Working on it. If you if you thought the MLB negotiations were at a standstill, then whew, getting Brian Leahy <laughs> signed is ten times ten times worse. Talk about being behind the eight ball. You're in between yep. two eight balls with Brian Leahy. That's how. That's what just, it's like. Absolutely, but. Brian, we'll we'll talk to you off camera. Um, so, I'll take us out. Um, everybody, enjoy this episode. Subscribe at the Morse Code Podcast. Uh, subscribe and follow us on social media. And if you guys have any concerts that you'd like me to t- attend and give my review on, um, just hit me up. Peace. Later.